The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you today? I'm doing fine. Hey, I got my cable and internet back awesome. yesterday. Yeah, that was. Yeah, awesome. I got a text from Andy. Uh, I got my internet and cable back. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I didn't know what to do, so I didn't use it. <laughs> no, I watched tournament basketball. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. I think my internet is back, but it's just it chooses which websites it allows us to see. That's weird, yeah. isn't it? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll get it all back. I hope so. Pretty soon. Uh, it's going to be a sunny day today. Right now it is uh, 32 degrees, wind chill 25. Sunny today with a high of 41. But I don't think we're done with the snow. There's snow in the forecast. <laughs> This Friday. Wonderful. Yeah. Just wonderful. But it's getting close. Uh, Daylight savings time starts this weekend. So we'll have, well, the clock will be different. You know, I thought for like six months that that, we got rid of it. Oh, no. And now it's back. So I think, I still think there's people out there that don't know that there is daylight savings time Mm -hmm. still. It should go away. We were supposed to, but it didn't pass. it didn't pass Capitol Hill. Is that what it was? That's right. Uh, Congress tried to eliminate it, but they didn't um, s- consult any uh, experts on the issue. <laughs> they just wrote a bill, and half half the legislature passed it. The other half didn't, That's and weird. won't. Hmm. Is it a Republican-Democrat issue? No, it's a stupid, stupid issue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wonderful. One of the uh, victims of the Michigan State University shooting is improving, but she's still going to be requiring, requiring two more surgeries, according to her sister who wrote on a GoFundMe update uh, yesterday. Guadalupe Wapala Perez is a junior, and she's probably going to be in the hospital for a long time. We do have the conditions of the other two hospitalized that remain in Sparrow, Nate Statley, uh, still in critical condition with a severe head injury, mm-hmm. and John Howe was paralyzed from the chest down. He's improving, but the cost for his future is going to be high. And of course, as you know, uh, three other students died in that February 13th shooting. It's a long road of recovery. Yeah, for, those, for sure, for sure, yeah. Students. In the news, in the, the news cycle, right, it's on to the next, but folks still, uh, still dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, been watching the Alec Murdaugh case. How can you not? What do you it's think? Everywhere. What do you think? Is he, he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Very yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, how do you think he got away with all of that as long as he did? Uh, ultimately, he did not. Well, I know, but I mean, as that. long as he did. It's his, it's his name, the Murdaugh. The Murdaugh. Name, it was a big name in that town. Well, it's amazing that they could get with so many, get away with so many 
crimes mm -hmm. before the actual... Pushed his housekeeper down the stairs and then told the family, uh, sue, sue me, and yeah. then uh, I'll get all this money for you, but he kept the money. And then there was an incident where there was a 16-year-old just laying on the side of the road that mm -hmm. they clearly took care of. Mm -hmm. It's just absolutely amazing. What do you think the, that young man, uh, Buster, Buster, is going to be doing? I mean, he's... He probably should dye his hair. I mean, but what do you think he's going to be doing the rest of his life? He'll be followed by this horrible uh, tragedy. Absolutely amazing. I mean, and the guy's lost, the kid's lost his entire I feel, yeah, family. I, he, I feel so. He's not a kid anymore. He's yeah. graduated from college, but he, uh, yeah, what a horrible, he loses his uh, father, mother, and brother, his Crazy. whole family. Crazy. And then they thought they had money, and they, they clearly do not have any money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unbelievable story. There was another tra train derailment, which, is that the new thing? Is mm -hmm. this going to be the, Yeah, and it's, it's going to be the new thing, train it's derailments. Amazing. The flattest state, the trains can't stay on the tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, this is going to be the new thing. Train derailments, major news networks are mm -hmm. going to be all over this. So, uh, that's the latest thing. Well, we have these trains coming through Jackson all the time. It's only a matter of time. No, no, no. These trains are smooth <laughs> coming through here. Mm -hmm. So, no issues. There was hazard hazardous materials on that train that did derail, but... They didn't bust. They didn't bust. So, just... Uh, I'm not sure what was in those. What was in all those cars? Widgets or something. Foods. It's our yeah, it could be food. Yeah, food. couple uh, uh, Jackson public school items. Couple things. The ambassador auction is Friday. This Friday. It is this Friday, and uh, you'll be happy to know that our table is filled. Oh wow! Yes. As of last night, it wasn't. Oh well, as of this morning, it's been oh. filled. So um, yeah, we'll be there five to seven p.m. and uh, online bidding thirty bucks. If you don't want to go or you can't go, you can still participate. It's a shorter ordeal. It uh, is. A shorter event this yeah, year. It is. It is short. So, yeah, it should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. Good mm -hmm. fundraiser. I love seeing the uh, leaders of each class every year. They're uh, the top of the class. So. And we, we will have um, two of the valedictorians on our show later uh, today, this Wonderful. afternoon. Uh, the fourth, also, the fourth annual Al Glick Youth Football Camp. Mark your calendars. That will be held on... June 17th this year just announced. So uh, you do not want to miss this camp. It's uh, the greatest football camp in the history of football camps. So sign your child up. Visit uh, facebook.com slash youth football camp and you will find it on Facebook. City Council meets tonight. They will be considering moving the city elections to even numbered years, which is a no brainer. And they'll also be asking for uh, the community's input on the city's planned use of the ARPA funds for the homeless. You know, I have no idea what the solution is here for this. Um, no one does and no one does anywhere. Yeah, no one does anywhere, right? You've heard a lot of, uh, you know, these, the temporary, what are they called? Uh, kind of like the pop-up housing or whatever that you yeah. can put in a parking lot. Yeah, so it's, I, it, you're right, no one has, no one has the answers, otherwise we'd figure it out. But um, it seems like it's going to be a little bit of trial and error. Well, a lot of it is uh, the same with uh, the gun issue. There's just not uh, the, the level of care for mental health in this country. So Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah, we're, I always say this, where's the closest mental yeah. hospital? Are you a fan of uh, Wendy's Chili? 
Uh, no, but my grandmother is. You know, uh, people used to say they, uh, all the uh, scraps from the grill, um, they'd scrape it into a bowl, and that was the uh, base for the, the Wendy's chicken. No. Uh, I don't know. No way. Well, ConAgra kind of let the cat, uh, cat out of the bag yesterday uh, in a uh, conference call with investors. <laughs> they showed this slide, and coming soon, Wendy's chili for the supermarket. Interesting. Hmm. At past chili cook-offs, years ago, years ago, Wendy's, Stanton Associates Wendy's, they would have chili at the chili cook-off, mm -hmm. and the Wendy's chili was usually the most popular chili. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and they <laughs> uh, supply chili for the Kiwanis uh, outdoor golf thing in the winter. Yeah, uh -huh. some people love it. Yeah, um, my grandma Lumberg uh, loves chili yes. and the baked potato <laughs> yeah, from does. Wendy's. Yeah, yes, very uh, much. Electric cars? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, when they come out, uh, I was gonna get an electric bike. But I just saw one of those caused another fire. Not only another fire, but another fires. There were 216 e-bike battery fires in just New York City alone last year. Your nephew has one of these in Santa Monica, he just does? so you know. Oh yeah, I've ridden it. They're yeah. unbelievable. Until well, they light on fire. Until they catch on fire. According to the Wall Street Journal, uh, 40 people have been injured and two killed this year due to battery fires in bikes. In Jeez. this apartment, somebody brought their bike into their well, of apartment. Course. Well, I would assume a lot of people bring their bikes into their apartment. It's New York City, what do you do? You leave this it on the sidewalk? This is yesterday morning, a three alarm fire in Brooklyn caused by lithium, lithium ion batteries from e-bikes and scooters. Have you priced wow. out an e-bike yet, Brandon? I have not. They're pricey. What do you think? Give me a little gift. A little bit more, maybe double, triple. Wow. Yeah, yeah. About yeah. $2,500 to uh, $4,000. And, uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, they are pretty slick. Well, the regular bikes don't catch on fire. So. No. And they're much cheaper. And they're yeah, but what if you're a courier? You know, the, uh, and there's a lot of e-bikes on the Falling Waters Trail, and uh, <laughs> by law, they're not allowed. They're motorized uh, vehicles. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Falling Waters Trail Police. The city council is considering an application to the DNR for $300,000 to improve the trail from weather wax to prospect. And that's part of the original trail. They hope mm -hmm. to make it a little wider and a little nicer. Very nice. It's got a lot of bumps on yeah. it. Uh, interesting story out of Traverse City. I don't know if you saw this. There is a, uh, a man, Mancino's, the general manager of two Mancino's in Traverse City. Caught embezzling. No. 130000 Wow. Isn't that amazing? That's a lot of dough. It is a lot of dough. And guess what? Worked there for over 30 years. Isn't that amazing? People think they're going to get away with it. Wow. So he was like back entering rewards to previous customers and little by little taking it out to the tune of $130,000. Wow. Just absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. so. so if you are uh, in Traverse City... Um, you probably want to go support those Mancino's restaurants because they're short 130000 Yeah, uh, embezzlers always are ordered to repay, but you know what? They, they hardly do. ever do. No. Uh, Ford has a new idea. They applied for a patent this week so that uh, your self-driving vehicle, if you uh, are, are behind on your payments, uh, Ford can shut off the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> and they can shut off the radio. They can pretty much shut nice. the whole thing down. GPS, cruise control, 
And then if you don't pay uh, after that, then they um, are going to send a loud, irritating sound through the car radio. And if the owner doesn't act, the vehicle could drive itself to a, to a tow, towing company. I'm sorry, what? This is through Ford? Yeah. Ford's now, financing companies or just Ford? It's part of their self-driving car um, patent application. Okay. So they would get the car to drive itself back if you don't pay for it. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be the last office that has a self-driving yeah, car parked into our uh, yeah. parking lot. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't either. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go away. I predict. Watch it. I don't it know. It won't happen. I don't know. Mm. We've got um, concert tour news. Uh, yesterday, Lionel Richie announced that he will be touring with Earth, Wind & Fire this summer. Uh, the first two months of the tour are in Europe, and then the next two months of the tour are in the United States. No dates in Michigan. Why? Chicago's the closest. That's weird. I would go to that. Snoop Dogg and Kid Rock are coming to Michigan. That's going to be a big uh, year at Pine Knob. Yeah, too. it should be. Mm -hmm. um, it's time for Love Living in Jackson, presented by Heather Herndon and the entire Herndon team at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. And today, Heather is reminding us why it's great to live here. And today, we're highlighting Brown Floral. Established in 1965, Brown Floral is the oldest full-service florist in the state of Michigan and the oldest retail business in the city of Jackson, fourth generation family owned. Call or visit Brown Floral for flowers, plants, gifts, and more. 908 Greenwood, let Brown Floral be your first choice for flowers. I went there on Valentine's Day. It was absolutely crazy in there. It was awesome, awesome in there. Yeah. It's a great team. Mm -hmm. Hi, Chris, if you're watching. Uh, sheep on a road in Britain got uh, a lift. A wandering sheep. A bus was driving and saw this sheep just wandering in the middle of the road. Um, people are so nice to animals that are loose. Why is that? This is um, on a British highway. Brighton and Hove buses driver Martine Petey was en route to Eastbourne when she spotted the sheep running loose on the A27 highway. So she picked it up and put it on the bus. That was very nice of her. Very nice. Wow, that was very <laughs> Delighting nice. Delighting young passengers. What a lovely looking bus driver. Mm -hmm. The bus was, uh, the sheep was returned to its, uh, its house where it came from. Oh <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Today's show was brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. They are now in their third generation of being family owned and operated and are celebrating 97 years in business. Thank you to Vermeulen's. Mm -hmm. How many Murdoch trial uh, documentaries are there out there right now? You see, there was one a while back on Hulu uh, before mm -hmm. everyone kind of got a hold of this. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the 2020. You know, I'm a giant fan of 2020. They really <laughs> just uncover everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's probably three. And I think there'll be more. Oh, yeah. There will be more. I'm, um, for spring break, we're going down to the law office and going to get our photo taken. <laughs> Apparently, the house, uh, no one's living in the house. Well, of course and not. And you can walk right up to it. Really? And take pictures of it. People are doing that. And the <laughs> documentarians are yeah. filming all the way around it. The yard's unkempt. Of course it's unkempt. Yeah. Well, they have this massive law office. And, uh, you know, I, it looks like a nice historical building. So I think we're going to take the family down and get our photo taken. <laughs> and then go to a diner. Yeah. It's probably going to be a popular spot on the... Uh, 
like home tours? This is an all-timer, this one. Yeah. This is an all-timer. America had been waiting for a trial like this and a story like this, and they sure got one. What will the news... Why did he shave his head like that? Did he think the judge was going to, like, let him off the hook? He shaved his head? Or... Yeah. Yeah. When did he do oh. that? Yeah, like in the middle of the trial, right? Oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't that. see that? He looks like oh. Telly Savalas. Yeah, he looks like Telly Savalas. <laughs> yeah, he shaved his head, and then he looked to... I, I don't know if the Department of Corrections shaved his head or he shaved his own head, but it was under the appearance that, or it looked like he wanted to make people feel sorry they, for him. They might have done it in the jail. I think what did it was when, um, you know, the biggest piece of evidence is when he's overheard in the background at the dog kennel. Right. Oh, I wasn't I there. I mean, what are we doing? Well, I, I wasn't, I wasn't there. there. I wasn't there. Bubba should shave his head. Who? Bubba. Which one's Bubba? The one that's left. That's Buster. Buster. Yeah. Buster. Yeah. Buster. Yeah. Buster. Mm-hmm. Buster. and Paw Paw. Big, night, big week in sports this week. Districts in boys basketball, regionals in uh, girls basketball. Yeah, Life let's bet. let's get to it. Our extreme dodge scoreboard. And like you mentioned, it is win or go home. And that's always uh Oh my gosh. There's a car alarm going outside. Is that your car alarm no. going outside? It was Ted Ludlow <laughs> in the green room. I, I heard him hit his panic. It's kind button. of early for a car alarm. It is early for a, a uh, car alarm. All right, let's get to it. Boys districts. And I've got some sad news out of the Holt district. Northwest and Jackson both lost close ones everett beat northwest by five holt beat jackson by three adrian yeah it's tough yeah tough one um very tough but again it's playoff basketball anything can happen uh adrian they took care of hillsdale no problem tecumseh they beat western no problem uh in division three at lumen lumen was down one at half but then came back to uh win by 20 plus over at Napoleon, Grass Lake beat Vandercook Lake. D3 at Springport. Springport fell to Potterville. Uh, Manchester and Hudson both advance. And in Division Four at Lenaway Christian, Jackson Christian beat uh, Jackson Prep, and it was Marenzi over Waldron. Here's what's coming up today. Girls basketball. Now, these are regional semifinals. Hanover Horton will take on Blissfield. Hanover Horton, 9-3. Tough. Uh, tough game against Blissfield, 23 and 1. 9 and 13. That's, what did I say? 9 and 3. 9 and 3, 9 and 13, excuse me. Uh, that will be the 5 30 game, and then followed by Ipsy Arbor Prep and Columbia Central. And there's your D3 at Dansville. Grass Lake plays Ovidelsi at 5 30, Dansville, Springport, 7 30. That's it, we just have four teams left. That's it, four teams left. So, uh, yeah, winner go home. So should be good. It's going to be tough for our local teams to advance past the regional. Um, all of them have really, really tough games, but uh, stranger things have happened. Who's on the show today? Got a wonderful show lined up. Ted Ludlow from Jackson Catholic Schools is waiting in our CNB green room, and he'll join us right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Our show today is brought to you by Homesteady of Greater Jackson. And if a tree has fallen on your mailbox and you need someone to come take care of it, happy to you. Uh, Homesteady can do that. So uh, give them a call today. Homesteady 
of Greater Jackson, one of our sponsors on today's morning show. The Shamrock Shuffle is coming up next Friday on St. Patrick's Day at the YMCA. You can sign up. It's at 5.30. It's just $25 per entry. Is it? It's the Shamrock Shuffle, March 17th, 5.30 on St. Patrick's Day. Joining us now from Jackson Catholic Schools, Chief Philanthropy Officer, Ted Ludlow. I know I was going to have our time saying that. I can't say it either. CPO, okay. sounds like, sounds that like works law enforcement that works or something. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> How's things at uh, Jackson Catholic Schools? Things are good. We're busy. Um, you had Steph on last week, and I know she talked about a lot of stuff, but yeah. uh, we have a lot going on. Cool. And uh, the thing I really hope to talk about today was the annual appeal. We're, uh, we're in full swing now. We've been running kind of a soft campaign all year yeah. and sending out uh, kind of our vision and things that are happening at the school. And uh, now we're gonna launch full into it. So you're gonna see our donors will see a, a packet come home with a, with a envelope for giving. And during this time of Lent, which is prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, it's a great time to send that out and to get people ready for, for that part of the year. The annual appeal, talk about that. It's been around for a long, long time, hasn't it? It has, it has. This year's goal is 350,000. Okay. Um, we raise about a million dollars a year in order to operate Lumen Christi in our mm -hmm. Catholic school system. And the big chunk of the, of the annual appeal goes to um, the financial aid that we give for our students in order to keep Catholic education affordable. The other piece, and I know you talked about this before, was the uh, increase in pay for our teachers. Mm -hmm. And part of it goes toward that as well, to make sure that you know, we have the best that we can have and the best available for your kids. Yeah, I know that that was uh, well received and it's already uh, impacted your efforts in uh, recruiting mm -hmm. staff. Sure. Yeah, Stephanie's working hard on that with the principals and they've had you know, a real nice uptick in interest. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell people that you know, we offer a great product that we really love our community and our, and our employees, but sorry, we can't pay you. And that's, uh, that's the kind of thing that has to change. And we know yeah. that and we're changing it and it's uh, been really well received. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie mentioned that uh, enrollment is up. How, uh, how is enrollment? How, Enrollment's good. So and, and the one thing that Lucian wanted me to talk about this morning and you know, Kelly Schweitzer, our marketing person, prepares us before we come on. So I got my prep yesterday. So uh, Lucian wanted to give us two pieces of information that are really important. Um, the March 21st date, uh, there's a slide somewhere here that tells you that, but enrollment has to be in by March 21st. And we're actually running over 80% for our current student base. And normally we only have uh, about 60% at this time of the year. So people are really hepped up and interested in getting it done. Um, so we're really excited about that. And the other date that's really important that we don't have a slide for, but March 10th um, is our fax deadline. Okay. So people that need financial aid um, and anybody who sent their kid to college or anything like that understands how that works. Mm -hmm. um, all of our gifts, all of our uh, support that we give to our kids is based on need. Okay. Everybody doesn't understand that. Everybody doesn't know that in our community, sure. but that is where we spend our time. So everyone that gets aid has to go through that process. Everyone that gets aid um, it's based on what their need is. How, give me a rough estimate on how many, how many uh, a percentage take well, advantage of uh, so financial it, aid. Uh, it's huge. Yeah. It's, I know it's large. Yeah, it's over 60%. But I can tell you too that all of our kids have a subsidized education through our endowment and through our fundraising mm -hmm. because the real cost to educate is over $10,000 right. and nobody pays that in tuition. Right. So everybody really takes advantage yeah. of it in one sense or another. Yeah, and the parishes uh, also they subsidize. To they subsidize especially to the elementary schools, so that comes out of their weekly offering, and the uh, 
the pastors then subsidize their schools in order cool. to keep tuition low as well. Awesome. Are any of the grades full or are we able to enroll in all grades? So we can enroll in all grades. Okay. Um, we do have some, uh, you know, we're never full. Yeah. I mean, full is kind of a weird word, sure. but um, there are some breaks where it gets easier. You know, if yeah. you have class sizes of 30, that would be great. <laughs> um, but you don't want to be 33 and 35 because yeah. then you split and you're right. so not full. But, uh, you know, there are some classes that have we are back to um, the hundreds again per class okay. as we look down the system rather than the 70s and 80s. And that's so important, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I saw great. some pictures from Queens from the 50s where there were like 80 kids crammed in one classroom. <laughs> My kids, when they went through Queens, there were uh, when Mickey went through, there were 36 in each of the two classes. Yeah, we had, yeah. I think, th yeah. 30 plus, 30 plus. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. So. It's amazing how crowded those halls were. They're <laughs> yeah. crowded now, right? But you think about the number of kids in the whole community, and you know, everybody, there just aren't as many kids as there used to be. Mm -hmm. And that's really the, the piece that's important. And a lot of the work that we're doing right now and the work that I'm really focused on is how do we make Jackson a place where people want to live? Yeah. And you know, I've been lucky enough this year to be uh, elected to the Chamber of Commerce Board and there's so many great things going on in this community and we just got to keep getting the word out and as catholic schools we want to be there we want to be a part of it we want to support it and we want to show our investment and our commitment to it so are you still on the board chamber I'm not, board i'm not ted took my spot i took his spot i, oh, okay. I nominated ted yeah. I, yeah. do they still have the breakfast Ted. we have all sorts of stuff <laughs> yeah it's great we had actually a really cool meeting and if we have just a second sure. we had a really cool meeting the other day um, to talk about a junior chamber of commerce yeah cool. and there's kind of a move in the community we have so many cool leadership things going on so many opportunities for kids to get involved but it's really fractured and there's so many pockets and mm -hmm. we're going to try to form a hub i think at least that seems to be the initial uh, thrust is to form a hub where all that stuff can go through and we can maybe do some partnerships and get people working together yeah. to really help our kids so awesome yeah well we had a uh Night of Champions uh, plan, but the blizzard uh, took care of that. It got us. Thanks for bringing me back on track. <laughs> Kelly would have really appreciates that. The Night of Champions has been rescheduled. And let me just check my notes so I don't screw it up again. Um, April 15th. April 15th yeah, is Night yeah. of Champions. And I know that uh, Jennifer Scanlon is going to host again. Yeah, you guys are going to be there to yep. help us with uh, broadcasting. And uh, we have our uh, three coaches involved. Very it's it's going to be a great night. Awesome. So. Everyone who bought a ticket, we're, you know, glad to that. And there's still room to buy some more now okay. with the new date. So. And you have a new event, a uh, spring event at we do. Jackson Catholic Schools. We do. I don't know who told you about that. <laughs> um, we're going to have this, and Jesse will be on at some point closer to the date. Yeah. But we are going to have a big spring event this year that revolves around our raffle. But it also involves um, a whole lot of sports activity on campus. Very so nice. the Bishop's Cup will be there. They'll have um, all four high schools from the diocese, Lansing Catholic, uh, Lumen Christi, Flint Powers, and Gabriel Richard, Father Gabriel Richard, and Lumen Christi yeah. will all be doing softball, baseball, and uh, soccer tournament that day. So. Does this new league that uh, the high school will be going into allow, uh, allow for more of the uh, kind of Catholic community to uh, get together for some of these type of events? I, this, this is more diocesan sure. bound rather than league bound, but sure. uh, 
you know, it, it can't hurt when your yeah. you know, your schedule is based on a lot of other Catholic schools. So and I think some of those schools have sports that we don't have, like uh, lacrosse. Some do, yeah. yeah, and that's probably going to remain that way. <laughs> you don't want to. You could coach lacrosse. We would love to have lacrosse if we have like six or seven hundred students in the high school. We could definitely field yeah, a lacrosse yeah, team. Yeah, or if the, pro the problem is schedule wise, yeah. you end up with uh, sports that suffer. Like you wouldn't sure. be able to have track or you know, soccer or softball. There are things that, you know, you can only do so many based on your role. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so people uh, can give right now to the annual appeal, and we have this uh, convenient QR code you can scan and take care of it just like that. Ted, if you want to donate to something specifically, can you do that too? You can. Inside of the QR code when you go in, there are several different categories that you can give to. You can direct your giving, or you can just give it to the annual appeal as such. So. Yeah. yeah, a lot of families have done that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of cool stuff going on. We're uh, working on a redo of our softball field, mm -hmm. a relocation, and we're real close on that. The girls' locker room we're working on. Nice. Um, we're going to put together a proposal right now for a couple more classrooms, and we're working on a design for the commons and the uh, and the cafeteria. Awesome. So, yeah, lots of really cool stuff. Yeah, so. good things happening. Yeah. Uh, always good to see you. Thanks for joining hey, us, Todd. thank you so much. Appreciate it. Ted Ludlow from Jackson Catholic Schools. More of the morning show right after this. Thanks. Today's show is brought to you by Hometown Heating, Cooling, and More. We take pride in our work, guarantee it accordingly, treat every unit as our own, which sets us apart in the industry. Visit heatandcoolwithus.com. Thanks to uh, Hometown Heating and Cooling. Also want to tell you about Drug Summit 7, which is happening tomorrow at the American One Events Center. It's from 8 a.m. to 3. Visit drugfreejackson.com slash summit to uh, sign up. It'd be a great event. Hear from uh, area <laughs> law enforcement leaders, um, hear from folks who have recovered and are on their way to recovery. It's Jackson Drug Summit 7 tomorrow at the American One. Now with us is the interim CEO and Chief Operating Officer at Center for Family Health, Sarah Benedetto. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Good to see you guys again. You too. Yeah. Interim CEO, but uh, your days are numbered. My days are numbered. <laughs> Not that I'm counting. That's a good thing, right? Yes. I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah we're very excited to um, announce we have a new CEO joining us. He'll start May 30th. So his name is uh, Bill Lipisky, and he's coming to us from Iowa at a community health center there. Mm -hmm. He's uh, the result of a long uh, search to re uh, replace Molly Case. Or yeah. See, she's got big shoes to fill. Yeah. Sorry to fill her shoes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, she, she retired last March, the end of March. It's been almost a year. So, wow. yeah. And I, it looks like uh, Bill's originally or spent a lot of time in Maine. He did. So we'll uh, be able to talk about uh, lobsters. And, yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked him about lobsters yet, but we'll see. Yeah. Nice. And in the meantime, um, you've been essentially doing double duty as COO and COO, you'll return to just being COO after yes. Bill arrives? 
Yes, it'll be a nice change, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we have a great team. We have a great leadership team and a great group of staff, so it's it's made it a lot The Morning Show is brought to you by Barrex. Barrex right? so creates intuitive dashboards and, and that always, collect and display uh, the data you need you to make decisions. To, uh, we empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. probably the finished product probably data to September of 2024, but you know construction projects take a while. So. We're working with Jason Cavell. He's doing a great job um, for us as we um, are finalizing the, the schematic drawings it's, and to uh, expand our walk-in. Mm -hmm. So we are kind of cozy, our space yeah. and our walk-in. So we'll be adding a couple of exam rooms, just making the lobby area larger um, and the space that the staff work in. So yeah, it's a busy like place that resembles busy. Grand Central Station. It does at times. <laughs> and it with does. the, uh, you, you've Upgraded to pharmacy equipment, you're going to yes. be adding a uh, drive-through, which yes. I know uh, your patients are going to love. Yes, yeah, same it, it, time frame is about the same. So what we'll be doing is we'll bump out the um, walk in about 50 feet towards Ganson Street, okay. and then on the opposite side of that will be the two pharmacy drive-up windows. Mm. Um, it'll be much like a bank, you know. Yeah. It'll be a video monitor, so when the patients okay. pull up, they can speak to the pharmacist because the pharmacy is actually on the other side of the oh, building. Wow. Oh, so wow. the drugs, the medications will go up and over the ceiling, yeah. you know, and coming out the wow. other side. So we're, we're really excited, and we're using some federal grants, some of our COVID expansion or Very COVID nice. um, recovery oh, dollars yeah. are going to help us with that. Well, the, then anyone? Uh, be able to use that pharmacy? Yeah, and actually anyone can now. Oh. And the pharmacy is available to um, serve anyone, whether you're a patient or not a patient. But we do know that a lot of folks would really like the convenience of not having to, yeah. to come in the building. And we do what we call curbside delivery now. So the, the prescriptions can be picked up outside. If you let yeah. us know you're out there, we can walk them out to the car. But What do you prefer, to go in or drive through? Uh, well, I prefer to go in because I think there's something that's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think if you're there to stare them down. I think you're out of your mind. <laughs> I don't know what, what you're talking about. No. Uh, you guys have uh, purchased some ADA accessible vans. Yes. What will uh, those uh, yeah. allow you to do with, with patients? So we, that's been a challenge as you probably are aware. Um, transportation is a big challenge for yeah. many of our patients that we serve, but especially um, if you, um, add into the other, the other barriers around ADA types of issues, folks that are in wheelchairs or have mobility issues. So using our, again, our COVID expansion or uh, recovery dollars, we were able to purchase a van, a pre-owned van actually from the Jackson Ambulance that's gonna have, it has a lift on it and oh, nice. it'll be, it's able to fit, I think two wheelchairs and mm -hmm. then also the guest with the patient. So there's some seats that pop down. Oh, that'll be very so, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're yeah, excited. Definitely needed. Yes, yeah, for sure. For sure. We think it'll be well, a big help. And now uh, we've got all the school-based health centers. Yes, they're all open. <laughs> yeah, although a little hiccup today. I think the Jackson High was up without power, or at least a portion of it, the portion that we're in. So all of our school health centers are open and um, able to serve folks of all ages, whether you're in the school or not, adults and kids, mental health, medical health. So. I love the feeling stressed, sad, or just need to talk, and that's available. That is available, and I'll tell you, on what's, what's really good is that we're there to see the kids, but what's sad is that there's so much need. Right. Because our um, mental health therapist at each, there's three currently, we have one vacancy at Northeast, but they're all very busy already. Mm -hmm. 
some days yeah. even seeing more patients than the medical providers, really? which is not yeah. at all what we had seen in yeah. the past. Mm, yeah. So the good, like I said, the good news is that we're there that is great. to help Absolutely. and that kids are. And you know, some kids just want a little talk for a little bit. That's why it's, maybe you yeah. don't want the, the mental health counseling or the full, you know, multiple appointments. Right. You just need a couple visits sure. here and there, mm -hmm. and that's certainly fine Yeah, maybe fine you just well. need to tell somebody something. Yep, yep, that's what we're there for, so. Yeah, especially if a kid has something going on at home, probably hesitant to let home know that they're. Yes. It might be easier telling someone at the health center than maybe a teacher as well. Sure, so. it is. And a lot of times the kids will talk to the medical provider and that person, that provider can say, you know what, we have so-and-so and she's really good at helping you, you might want to talk with her and they'll that's connect nice. them up. So a lot of warm handoff there. That, that's really nice as well. Not too late to get a flu shot or uh, it's never too late for a COVID no, shot. Never too late. And come see us, all of our school sites. You can also get flu and COVID vaccines. Our downtown, you can walk in um, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday as well on the weekends, so yeah. And I think uh, people that had been on the COVID um, schedule, uh, I think people have lost interest. You know, it's like, yes, uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. And as we've seen the cases, you know, the, um, prevalence kind of decline, that's a good thing, mm -hmm. but then folks tends to be out of your mind. And I think people are kind of have the fatigue of For hearing sure. about it, but we do know that people that are, particularly if you have chronic illness, chronic conditions like diabetes, heart disease, um, you can be still much at risk for a more severe illness, so. Yeah, and last good. week there were 12 people at Henry Ford Jackson with COVID hmm. hospitalized. Okay. inpatient, yeah. okay. Yep. So it's still here. Yeah, it's so still here. It's about the, the vaccine's available if you'd like to get it. Mm -hmm. And flu season. When does the f uh, flu season <laughs> officially end? Well, there's no official. I wish we could just say, well, all the bugs soon. just go away, no right? Flu. But it's, it's typically soon, yeah. typically in the early springtime. Um, although it can still it can still yeah. pop up here and there, but it hasn't been a terrible season. It hasn't. That, I've, it's been like a one two day, at least what I've seen. Mm -hmm. The people have. So, but you of course had a thirty day RSV that you're still complaining mm -hmm. about. So. Well, it just won't go away. It's lingering. Just kind of lingers. You still have the RSV from I, December. I think so. I don't think so. I don't think it lasts that so, long. Something. No. Just uh, kind of leaves its effects there. Yeah. A little. yeah. Age. <laughs> yeah. But I think people are um, because of COVID. They're maybe practicing better personal health uh, habits yeah. like hand washing and you know staying away from people when you're I sick. I think so. I think after COVID people are more apt to go get a physical or go get a flu shot or see their dentist regularly. I think I think it's maybe led to some more uh, visits in some healthcare that people have just been kind of skipping in general. So mm -hmm. yeah. just my opinion. You're right. I think. And it's important to get to get those preventive visits and to come in yeah. even if you're not sick. Like yeah. you said, we're doing a lot of work right now to bring folks back in that we're not wanting to come out during yeah. the, the pandemic. And so, yeah, we're starting to see that. Yeah. Great. Thanks for all the info. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having me. I look forward to meeting the new CEO yeah, when he uh, gets to town. In yes, spring. in the spring. All Sir, right. Sarah Benedetto uh, serving as interim CEO and uh, permanent COO at the <laughs> Center for Family Health. More of the morning show in just a couple minutes. Stay with us.
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now from Experience Jackson, celebrating her birthday, Rachel Buchanan. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's right. Yeah, this is this Thanks is, for coming to the party. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> thank this you. For, thank you for celebrating. Happy birthday. Are we gonna have cake or anything? I don't know. Should we get the, everybody coming? We've got everyone coming down Perfect. to sing right okay. after the show okay. is over. So, well, it's nice to see you in Jackson. Uh, you've been. I'm here occasionally. Yeah, you were in Monroeville, which is uh -huh. a, a famous stop on some of my travels. Yeah. What have you been doing? For the last four weeks, um, our Experience Jackson team has been around Michigan, Ohio, and uh, Pennsylvania promoting golf. Yeah. Our golf packages. So our golf packages are now open and available. Uh, we've got five courses around Jackson out of our like 17, 18 of them. Yeah. And Experience Jackson works to promote those packages by helping people schedule their tea times, get a hotel in town, and giving them some good deals on making Jackson a great place to golf. You got a crash course in the history of golf <laughs> a couple weeks ago I did, with yeah. uh, myself and Eric Terry. And did, uh, did you use any of that? Uh, that history and knowledge? I did. I threw I threw that in a little bit. I pointed a couple of people toward that video, our cool. visit with Experience Jackson. And yeah, it's been very helpful. Um, you know, it's it's a big thing in Jackson and it's amazing to get the responses, you know, of, of well, so so we're like in Toledo and Novi yeah. and Grand Rapids. Okay, people have heard of Jackson, they've been close right. enough. But in somewhere like Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. you know, they're not as familiar. So you right. start out, you know, do you golf in Michigan? Yeah, I think I've been there. Or where's Michigan? Oh, Mississippi? Yeah. Where's that? So we kind of get back to it and they realize we're about three or four, three and a half or so hours closer yes. than if they were to continue up north to Gaylord. And they like yeah. that. Oh, so, yeah. That's, I mean, four hours, uh, you know, once you get to eight, people start thinking plane. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you go to Promonte Brothers? I asked there? her that already. <laughs> no, I did go to the Andy Warhol Museum. Very I cool. took my mom along with me on that trip and uh, she was pretty impressed nice. with some of those, those pieces. And we went fun. to a Broadway show in Pittsburgh. We did, yeah. <laughs> a show at one of the theaters there. It was quite exciting because about halfway through the show, a piece of the set broke oh. and we had to evacuate. That's always Oh, cool. evacuate. We did. <laughs> oh, we wow. Did. Technology, you know, sirens and evacuate the building. It, oh was, it was very exciting, but everybody's completely safe. <laughs> and so it was, you know, bonus experience. Hmm. Did you get a <laughs> refund? <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if something falls off Maybe. the, falls off the yeah. set and you have to evacuate, but I would say that would be a well, refund. Well, the sets are all electronic now. They have yeah. big giant right. panels. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, nobody was hurt. No. Yeah, well, no. we're, glad. Great. we're glad you're back great. for sure. Yeah. Um, March is reading month, and mm -hmm. I didn't know, I don't know if your mascot, Jack, can yes. read or not, but he'll be attending. Yes, well, as mascots go, he doesn't say very much, <laughs> okay. but um, I do love to accompany him. Um, we're actually on our tour of schools reading right now. We've got quite a list around the county that we're going to, and the book that you see him holding, that is Jack's coloring book, which also acts as a storybook about Jackson. So it goes through some of the things that he loves to do, um, some of the things that an elephant can find in exciting in Jackson, <laughs> including chasing after sandhill cranes, um, enjoying popcorn down at the theater, and the list goes on. You'll have to you'll have to see the book though to, he's to very, get the whole story. Uh, very lifelike. Yes. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. And he uh, well, he's, he's an forgetful, elephant. like real elephants. Yes. He forgets to be on time to yes. places. Yes. <laughs> we have to be careful with him and the peanut allergies. Yes. You know, in oh, school, so he has much. to leave his snacks in the car. Right. Um, when we go, but he has a lot of fun. Probably gets a lot of hugs at the schools. Yes. Yeah. A lot of hugs, lots of high fives, and um, you know, just a lot of awe, and that's so fun with the kiddos. 
Well, it must be uh, exciting for Experience Jackson to um, help introduce a new social district in downtown mm -hmm. Jackson. Yeah, we're, we're on the lineup of the sponsors bringing that in, um, starting right on St. Patrick's Day, very yeah. appropriate. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've seen pictures. I haven't seen one in person yet, but the cups do exist. They do. We've seen them. Oh, you've mm -hmm. seen yes, a real seen, cup? Yeah. Okay. We have. They've been here and they do exist. Yep. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting. They put out the schedule this morning. The morning show um, is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. That's coming up. That's right here. And uh, it seems like this is this is the start of like there's something going on every single weekend. Yeah. Things are warming up, and there's new things coming along too. Mm -hmm. The YMCA also St. Patrick's Day ish is doing that shamrock, shamrock yeah. shuffle, I yeah. think it's called, mm -hmm. and you know, some different activities with that. The gem and gem and mineral event, yeah. <laughs> American One Event Center. Yeah. So things are filling up. And people actually come from far uh, ways to go to the Southern Michigan Winter Beer Fest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It looks really exciting, and people are excited to have it back. And we can, if we can hold the snow back and everything, we're supposed to get a little more on Friday, but probably not enough to keep people away. So, did, were good. you out of town when we had some of the weather here? I, I just just enough time to kind of experience it. the beginning, but okay. drive out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> well, we have so many uh, cool uh, venues now: the new hotels, the mm -hmm. American yeah. Events Center. People are they're gravitating toward. We were at the, the robotics, you know, yes. I just think, I mean, there's just so many things happening yes. um, that, you know, Experience Jackson can help with. You guys can help with, uh, you know, some brides and grooms come back here to get mm -hmm. married. Maybe they're not as savvy with the area. You guys yeah. can help. Well, there's a lot of details. I always find it unique that probably one of the most important days of your life, you're expected to coordinate the biggest thing for right. all your people. Um, so we can help with uh, finding a venue. We've got a venue finder on our website. You know, if you want 100 people in a venue or 25, you know, we can kind of mark it off that. And based on some of the amenities and things you're looking for, we can help connect people with room blocks of the hotel or you're not sure where to go to get your hair done or you want to have a food truck. You know, things yeah. like that are right in our wheelhouse and we can help out with that, whether it's a wedding or a big event that you're putting on. Graduation parties coming up, those yeah. kinds of things. So yeah, so I, I know people have had like uh, the donut, uh, Dirt Road Donuts uh, come to a wedding. For one sure. Of, one of our food trucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it really makes the wedding, I think. Yeah. Tiki Sam's been at weddings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was at a wedding uh, where there was a Hinkley's Donut wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was something else, too. Yeah. I bypassed the dinner. <laughs> yeah, Hinkley Donuts. They yeah. End up in a, they end up in a lot of weddings, actually. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing. And Cascades Manor, they still have dates for weddings. They sure do, yeah, mm -hmm. they yeah. sure do. You know, it's, it's not, uh, we, we've caught the COVID catch up, right? So anyone yes. that missed a wedding probably got married or called it off. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so we're open, we're open for weddings. Yeah. And all these events like the robotics and the Southern Michigan, people are coming for the events, but they, they're coming back. Yes. They mm -hmm. like Jackson. Well, so. yeah, enjoying all the other activities with it. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. You think about going to an event somewhere. Uh, there's two different kinds of people or travelers. Yeah. They go to the event and straight back home, or they yeah. go there. They want dinner afterwards. Right. They want to stay and experience a, a, something in the city, like mm -hmm. we were talking about with me in Pittsburgh. Like yeah. I was looking for extra things right. outside of that expo to 
to fill the time and just had a great experience discovering. So that's what's exciting to see about people coming into Jackson and learning. I love what it. Did, what did you learn about Pittsburgh you didn't know about before? There's what? a lot of bridges. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very and much. the tunnels, yeah. the tunnels through the hills oh, yes. are way too long to hold your breath. Would not recommend <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, good time over there. Awesome. Well, thanks for spreading the good news about Jackson uh, far and wide. And thanks for coming in today on your birthday. Woo! Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, birthday girl, <laughs> Rachel Buchanan from Experience Jackson. Morning show continues after this. Welcome back to the morning show. Andy, you're uh, not handy around the house. No. No. No, I'm not. Do you have a can of WD-40 in I your house? I could use one. Everyone has one, but they lose the straw, and then the can becomes useless. Well, now, WD-40, by the way, this is a company that makes one thing. WD-40. WD-40. That's it. Have you ever used WD-20? <laughs> no, there's no such thing. Are you sure? Yeah. It's a different company. WD-40 is now featuring the smart straw that doesn't come uh, apart from the can. If you do have WD-40 in the building, then why haven't you used it on the front door yet? Does it need it? <laughs> When's the last the time you've tried unlocking We've it? We've lost the straw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, right. let me run out to Hammond Hardware right after this. And <laughs> Make get sure some. you get the new product. I'm sure they have it. Hammond will have straw. it. Yeah. You know, Hammond had the one thing I needed for my um, uh, electrical replacement. Isn't oh, that amazing? They have everything. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for today. Yeah, what that is. Join us tomorrow. Mike Brown and Pat O'Dowd from JADA. Sam, Tiki Sam, will be here. Denise Owens with the Southern Michigan Winter Beer Fest. That's all tomorrow morning. Later today, Josh, Sm Josh Smith from Western Schools, from Northwest Schools, Amanda Anspa and Judy Osterberg, from the new Kiwanis Club of Grass Lake, Larry Memmer and Lindy, Linda Lother, Christy Dillon, Gabriel Hoover, and Chloe Shapara all lined up for this afternoon. We'll see you then.
The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights.